Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. We have to say to ourselves that I'm tired of this cycle. I'm tired of being in this cycle. I'm tired of bleeding. I'm tired of hurting. I've been like this for a long time. This woman was like this for 12 years. She was like this. She was dealing with this thing. 12 years. Some people, we've been dealing with stuff for 20 years, for 15 years, for 10 years. We've been dealing with something. We've been struggling with something. We've been bleeding. And we're wondering, where can I get help at? All I want to do is stop the bleeding. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. And I want to welcome you to the Kingdom Rock Network. My name is Reverend James Richardson. I'm an excited and I'm excited to share the word of God with you tonight. I'm so glad to be in the house with you this evening. And I want to be able to share the rich word of God with you tonight. So before we get started, I want to open up in a word of prayer. And I want to invite the Holy Spirit in so that we can just have a good time tonight. So I want you to just take time right now to just pray with me. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord God, for just allowing us to come together on this evening, God, to just gather around your rich word, God. I pray that your Holy Spirit will just have its way tonight in the name of Jesus, God. We just invite him in, Lord. We know that we can't do anything without him. We can't teach. We can't preach. We, we, we can't do anything, God. But Lord God, I thank you that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So as we gather around your word tonight, God, I pray that, Lord God, someone out there would receive something that would change their lives and take their lives on a new trajectory, God. I give you the glory. May you get all the glory out of this word tonight, Father. Have your way, God, in the name of Jesus. I thank you. I praise you. And I worship you at this very moment right now. In this moment of time, Lord, have your way in, the G- in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm so glad to be with you tonight. And I want to just go ahead and just jump right on into uh, the uh, scripture tonight, into this word tonight. We're going to be looking at, at scripture from the book of Mark chapter 5, verse 25, starting with verse 25. And I want you to, this is going to be from the King James Version. Now, I want you to get your Bibles out, get your phone out, whatever, wherever you use as your Bible. I want you to get it out, and I want you to read along with me. All right? So we're going to start at verse 25 here in in Mark chapter 5. It says here, it says, And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all she had and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in behind the press and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of, the, of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? And then his disciples said unto him, thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and and thou sayest, who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing 
what was done in her came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, daughter, thy faith have made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. And let me take a few minutes here just to gather myself because I feel the spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah, Lord God, I just bless you tonight. Thank you, Lord. And we want, I want to talk about this woman tonight. And I want to speak from the subject, stop the bleeding. Stop the bleeding. This woman had a, had a condition. She had an issue. Her issue had caused her to have perpetual bleeding. She was bleeding. She had been bleeding for 12 years. She was considered unclean. Her issue had kept her separated from society. She had no close friends. No one could get close to her because of her issue. She couldn't get close to anyone because of, because of that issue. Anyone or anything she touched was considered defiled and unclean. But I want to tell you, this woman's story was a, is really a metaphor. It's a metaphor. You see, this woman could be any of us, man or woman, because at some point in time in our lives, we've all been bleeding. And even now, some of us out there are bleeding right now because we all have issues. Those issues have affected us and also those around us who we're connected to. You know, I'm going to talk about this. Sometimes it's like we know, we know from just from growing up, I know that sometimes every woman goes through a time of the month and no one really knows when, when that time is except for those who are close to you. No one knows and, and, and no one should know. And it's the same way when, you know, we're, we're bleeding and something, we're going through something, we have issues. Many times, no one knows about your issues. No one knows that you're going through. No one knows that you're bleeding. No one knows that you're hurting. No one knows the pain that you're going through unless you open up and share with them. You know, most common people like coworkers, church, family, friends, and strangers, they don't know anything about your bleeding. And just like this woman, many people didn't know what she was going through but she had been ostracized from society because of her bleeding. So when we're bleeding from our issues, no one really knows. You see, because we like to hide our issues because they make us feel ashamed. We don't want anybody to know about our issues. Many, especially, you know, we as men, we really, we, you know, we're taught in society that we have to be strong, that we have to, you know, we can't be weak. So a lot of times when we're going through something, when we're struggling with something, we just try to hide it. Women, a lot of times, are more apt to talk about what they're going through with their friends or with someone. With men, a lot of times, what happens with us is that we suffer in silence many times because we just want to be, we want to seem, we want everybody to think, I'm strong, I'm not weak, I'm not going through anything. But many times, all the, during the whole time, we're suffering. You know, I remember, I remember, you know, lately I, as I was watching TV, I saw this commercial about this, these, these two men and they're in, the, they're in the weight room and they're working out. And the one man, you know, he picks, he, he has these weights on him and when he uh, brings it down to his chest, he, he can't push it up. 
And so there's another man in the room, and the other man comes over and says, hey, man, do you need some help? You need me to help you? And the man says, you don't know me. You don't know my family. And he said, but you need some help with, with that. And he said, no, no, I got it. I got it. I'll figure it out. And he sits there with those weights stuck on his chest. You know, he's bleeding, but he's not, he doesn't want to ask anybody for help because he thinks that nobody understands him. And the, and the commercial goes off, and it says something about getting help when you need it. But that's what happens many times when we're bleeding and, and God is trying to get help to us. We don't want to get any help because we feel like we're ashamed about it or we don't want to seem like we're weak. And even like this woman, this woman, but this woman, she had been trying to get help. She, the Bible says that she was going to physicians. She had went to all these different physicians for 12 years because she wanted to stop the bleeding. But she, the Bible says that nothing helped her and she had spent everything she had. She had spent everything she had, and the Bible says that she got no better, but she actually grew, grew worse. She grew, she grew worse. So we bleed a lot of times, and we suffer in silence, and we pretend like everything is all right, but we're caught in a cycle. The woman was stuck in a cycle, struggling with issues. Many of us and many of us out here today, we're stuck in a cycle and we're struggling with issues, but God wants to stop the bleeding. You know, this woman was losing resources. See, money is a resource, and I think this woman must have had a good amount of money because the Bible says that for 12 years, she had been paying physicians trying to get help, and it took her 12 years before she actually ran out of money. So this woman had a little money, but she had lost all of her resources trying to get help with these physicians or really trying to get help in the wrong places. So the question tonight is, who is your physician? Who have you been going to instead of going to the Lord? Who have you been reaching out to? You know, because when we have problems, a lot of times, you know, we reach out to the, to the wrong people. We keep telling somebody that really can't help us. You'll go to this person and say, hey, I'm going through this. Those that are willing to share with people, they'll tell everybody their problems. You go here and you say, hey, this is, go this is happening with me. This is going on in my marriage. I've been going through this in my marriage. And you're telling this person. Are you going over here and you're telling this person? Are you telling that person? Every time you talk to that person, you find out that they're just telling everybody. Everybody, look, I'm going through this. I'm going through this. But those people really can't help you a lot of times. You know, you know, when, uh, it's just like when you get when you when you have a cold or something, you know, sometimes, you know, when you have a cold or when I've been sick in the past, you know, you'll call this person and say, hey, what do you think I need to take? And you, or you tell a person I'm not feeling well, they'll tell you, well, take some this and take some that. And then another person will say, well, you know, when I get sick, I, t I take soup and I do this. And another person will say, well, you should drink orange juice all day. You know, everybody has some type of solution for you to take. But what do you really do? What do you really at the end of the day, you have to figure out what is best for you. And that's what happened with this woman. This woman has spent all that she had trying to get help from physicians. But the Bible says that she she got no better, but she grew worse because she had not connected to the source that would stop the bleeding. And it was eating at her very life. I believe this woman got to the point where she was desperate. She wanted change so much, she, but she didn't know where to go. She didn't know where to get it from. And see, that's the thing. You got to think about it. Back during that time, 
The children of Israel had just come out of 70 years of captivity. I want to explain this to you, give you some background on this. Children of Israel had come out of seven year, 70 years of captivity from Babylonian and the Assyrian uh, kings. And so they had allowed them to come back, and then they began to settle back into the towns where they were from, and then they began to have synagogues all over the place, little churches. But the thing is, these synagogues that they were establishing, they had not connected to the power of God. These synagogues really were not helping people in, in, the, in the community. They were there, and they walked around, and, and they had on their robes. You know, some of them were scribes. Other ones were Pharisees. But the people around were suffering. People, were, people had leprosy. People were filled with demons. People had issues with blood, all kinds of stuff. There were people around in the society around them, but there was no change happening, you know, because they didn't really walk. They, hadn't, they were not walking in the power of the Lord. And so imagine that. Churches everywhere, all over. Now, this woman is suffering. She's bleeding for 12 years. And not once does the Bible say that she was able to go to the church and say, hey, pastor, whoever, I need prayer. She, the Bible says she went to physicians. She didn't even go to the church because she didn't see the power that the church had. The, the church was not walking in power at that time. And so this woman was going other places. That's what's going on. And it, it sounds like today. Now, I'm not saying all of the church, but there's, there's, there are churches on every corner, everywhere you go, everywhere you walk. There's churches on every corner. But do we see the power in society? Do we see change that we need to see in the society that we live in? So we have to ask ourselves the question, what are we doing to stop the bleeding? God has given us a call. God has given us, he's given us an anointing. He's given us what the world needs. God has given us the answers the world is bleeding. The world is crying out for some change. They're crying out for something to happen. And they're going to all kinds of other places to get the answers. But they're walking away and they're getting no better. But like this woman, they're getting worse. While we sit on the pews and dance and sing and do all those wonderful things. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with going to the house of the Lord and getting the word and singing and dancing. Those are all the things we do with the fellowship. But when it's time to leave out the doors after that Sunday or after that Bible study, what are we doing after that when we go out into the highways and byways of life? Are we like those Pharisees in the synagogues? We look good, but do we don't have any power? It doesn't matter how you look. It doesn't matter what you wear. God says, I'm looking for some people that, that want to have the anointing on their life, that need to allow the power of God to flow through them. That's what God is looking for. That's what he wants. God wants to stop the bleeding. He wants to stop the bleeding. The pain of the past had gotten worse for her. And many times in life, we go through pains and things get worse the addiction gets worse. The atmosphere on the job gets worse. The family relationship gets worse. We're looking for it to get better, but it seems like it's getting worse. But when it gets worse, that's when we have to get desperate. We have to say to ourselves that I'm tired of this cycle. I'm tired of being in this cycle. I'm tired of bleeding. I'm tired of hurting. I've been like this for a long time. This woman was like this for 12 years. She was like this. She was dealing with this thing. 12 years. Some people, we've been dealing with stuff for 20 years, for 15 years, for 10 years. We've been dealing with something. We've been struggling with something. We've been bleeding. 
and we're wondering, where can I get help at? All I want to do is stop the bleeding. That's what I want to do, stop the bleeding. All these things were going, and, and so this woman finally, the Bible says that she heard of Jesus. She heard about Jesus, and she, she said to herself, Man, she heard about the miracles that had been going on with him. She heard about that this man, this man was walking around. People were being healed. The blind were, eyes were being opened. People were being raised from the dead. She, heard, she finally heard of something that was, could be an answer for her. She heard about Jesus. And that's why it's so important. See, people, while people are out here searching here and searching there and looking here and looking here, looking there, if only they hear about Jesus, but the only way that they're going to hear about Jesus, because he's not on the earth with us anymore, he's sitting on the right hand of, of the Father, the only Jesus that this world will ever see is us. This woman heard about Jesus, and she said, if I can just touch his clothes, if I can just touch his clothes, I will be made whole. And I'm going to tell you something. The reason why this woman did not want to actually go right up to Jesus and just ask him to heal her is because she knew that she was unclean. And as I told you in the beginning, they couldn't be around anybody. They weren't supposed to touch people because they were, if they touched someone, that person would be considered unclean. So she really didn't want to just go up to Jesus and get in his face because she felt ashamed. And that's what happens when you're bleeding. You feel ashamed. You feel like, am I really worthy to be able to touch the Lord? Am I really able to be able to just go to the Lord and ask him to help me? I feel so much shame. And many times out there, I know, my friends, you feel shame. You feel like I've done so many bad things. I'm not worthy to be able to be. I'm unclean. You're the first to know. Nobody has to tell you when you're unclean. You're the first to know that you're unclean. But my friend, God loves you, and he wants you to be whole. He wants to stop the bleeding. So this woman, really, she was just trying to, the Bible says that she pressed her way through the crowd. There was a lot of people around Jesus. Jesus wasn't even uh, really coming to deal with her. He was on the way to pray for another man's, another man's uh, child. And in the midst of, of him being on his way, this woman, she saw him and she said, she heard of him. She said, if I just may touch the hem of his garment, if I can just touch his clothes, I don't have to be in his face. I don't have, he doesn't have to say anything to me. I can, if I can just touch his clothes, I'll be made whole. The Bible says she pressed her way through the crowd. And I want to tell you tonight, my friends, if you want something from the Lord, you got to press your way. You got to press. You got to get over people. Stop listening to what people are telling you. You have to press through the crowd. You got to press past the people that are criticizing you. You have to press past those that said you're not worthy, that those that said they didn't want to have anything to do with you. You got to press your way and get around all the people. Forget what the people are saying. If you want your healing, you got to press. And so this woman pressed her way. She pressed her way through the crowd and she got right close to him. And the Bible says that she touched the hem, not just the clothes, but the hem. The hem represents 
the completion. It's the last part of any clothing that when you're, when you're sewing something, when you're making a clothing, the hem is the last part that you sew up. It's the completion. The hem is what makes the garment complete. So what was this woman saying? If I can just touch his completion, then my incompletion, I'll be made whole. I need to test something that's complete to make me complete. So that's what she did. She touched his completion, and then she became complete. The Bible says as soon as she touched his completion, it says that the fountain of her blood was dried up. She felt in herself that she was whole. That's all she wanted. She was desperate. She touched the hem of his garment. The Bible says she was made whole. But then she was, would have been content just to go away. But then Jesus, the Bible says Jesus felt virtue leave him. He felt virtue leave out of his body and he said, who touched me? And I want to tell you something, my friends. That's who Jesus pays attention to. He pays attention to those that are trying to touch him, those that are trying to get close to him, those that are seeking him, seeking him out. That's the one that Jesus is going to pay attention to, the one that says, I want to touch you, Lord. I want to be a part of you. I want to be, I want to be close to you, Lord. He paid attention. He didn't even know who it was. He looked, it was a crowd of people around him, but he said, something has left me. Jesus' virtue will come out of him when you seek him out, when you try, when you seek him, when you are desperate for him, when you press to touch him. That's when he'll pay attention. He paid attention. He said, who touched me? And he looked around and he saw, the Bible says that he knew this woman. He saw her. The disciples were like, what do you mean? All these people around you. He said, no, no, no. Somebody touch me. I pay attention when people touch me. I pay attention when someone needs something from me, when someone is looking for me, when someone is searching for me, when someone desires me. I pay attention. Something left out of me. They got close. And that's when he looked and the woman, the Bible says she came fearing and trembling. See, she was fearing and trembling because she knew that she was unclean before and she shouldn't have done it but she said I'm so desperate whether or not it's whether or not he finds out or not I got to be made whole I got to touch the Lord and that's how we have to be when we want to be made whole and so the Bible says she came to Jesus and she told him all the truth that's all the Lord wants you to do my friends Jesus just said look I want you to be honest with me if you're broken Stop pretending. Stop pretending and just be honest with me. Just be honest with me. Tell me that you're broken. Tell me what you're dealing with. Tell me that you're struggling with what you're struggling with. I want you, I know what you're dealing with, but I want you to come to me because I have something for you. He's looking for some that will say, look, tell me all the truth. She, the Bible says she came and she, tell, she told him all the truth. And Jesus looked at her after that. And he said, daughter, your faith has made you whole. See, Jesus is looking for some that just will have faith in him. When some of his disciples that were following him, they came to him and they were like, you know, he had did miracles among them and he had fed them. And then he had crossed over to the other side of the lake and then they followed him there. 
And then Jesus, they came to Jesus and said, they said, Rabbi, where were you? He said, we were looking for you. And he told him, he said, I don't want you to follow me just for what you can get from me. He says, I want you to follow me because you want the truth. And I want truth from you. And then they asked, they said, what can we do? What can we do to, 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 to please you, Lord? And I'm, I'm paraphrasing there, but he said, they said, what can we do to please you? He said, I, all I want from, from you is to believe in me. That's what Jesus told him. He said, all I want for you is just to believe in me. Believe in the one that sent me. Believe that my father sent me. He said, if you do that, you do well. If you just do that. And so this woman, when she came and touched him, she was saying to him, I believe in you, Lord. I believe that if I can just touch the hem of your garment, I, can, I will be made whole. And she received according to her faith. And you, if you just, if you're bleeding tonight, if you're broken tonight, if you're hurting tonight, and you've been hurting for a long time, but you are ready to stop the cycle. You're ready to stop the bleeding. Jesus is right here. He's right at your door. And he's waiting for you to just believe in him like this woman did. And he'll make you whole. He can stop the bleeding. Jesus is really the only one that can really stop the bleeding. He's the one that stopped this woman's bleeding and the bleeding that we're experiencing in our lives from broken relationships, from divorces, from things where we failed, whatever the case may be, from drug addiction, from pornography, whatever it is, whatever your issue is that you've been bleeding from, Jesus said, here I am. I'm complete. I'm whole. You're incomplete. But when you touch me, when you believe in me, when you come to me, I'll make you whole. And the last thing that he said to this woman is, he says, I give you peace and you're whole from your plague. So he gave her, when she, the two things that she received from Jesus is peace and she was made whole. And I believe that Jesus wants to give us in this modern day time because the Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And I believe that he wants to give you that same thing. He wants to give you peace and he wants to make you whole. And so tonight I want to pray for you tonight. I know that there are those out there that are bleeding and you want to stop the bleeding. I know it. When I started this message, I just felt the spirit of the Lord. After I read the scripture, I, I, I felt the fullness of the Holy Spirit on me. This message is prophetic. There are, you out, there are those of you out there who have been bleeding. And tonight, God says, I want to make you whole. And so I want to pray for you. I want you to bow your heads with me right now. Heavenly Father, I thank you tonight for this message, God that you have delivered through me, God. Now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, there are those who are watching who are broken, who are bleeding, Lord, and they've been bleeding for a long time. They've been hurting for a long time. They've been struggling for a long time. They've been looking for answers for a long, long time. 
But tonight, this very minute, this very second, this very hour is their time, God. And I thank you right now that, Lord, as they believe on you, God, as they put their faith in you, God, no matter who they are, child, man, woman, whoever it is, grandmother, grandfather, Lord God, aunt, uncle, whoever it is, God, tonight, black, white, whatever, Lord, whatever uh, uh, ethnicity, God, whatever tonight, whoever they are, God, Lord, you said you're, you're, that you're no respecter of persons, God. You don't care who it is, rich, poor, whatever background they came from. It doesn't matter to you, Father. I pray right now in this very second, Lord, that you would make them whole, Lord God, as they put their faith in you, God, as they reach out tonight, God, and they touch the hem of your garment, Lord God. Make them whole in the name of Jesus. I want you right now to physically reach out with me as I reach my hands out, Lord. As I reach my hands out, reach your hand out and touch Jesus right now. Touches him in the name of Jesus, his spiritual him. Touch it right now. And I'm believing God right now that you're going to be made whole, that your fountain is going to be dried up, that you're not going to bleed anymore. Some are physically bleeding, have been bleeding, and need a healing from the Lord. And if that's the case, Touch the hymn right now. Some are struggling. Some have cancer. Let them touch the hymn. Some have diabetes. Let them touch the hymn. Some have HIV. Let them touch the hymn in the name of Jesus. Whatever the disease, whatever the ailment, Lord, let them be whole right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. You do it. You do the miracles right now. There is no distance. I don't have to be there with you and lay hands on you. The Lord is laying hands on you right now. So, Lord, we thank you and we give you the glory because we will hear testimonies of those that receive their healing, those who bleeding was stopped. And we thank you for all of these things. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, before we leave, I want to offer Christ to those those of you, even if tonight you, you received your healing tonight, God did a miracle for you. God still wants you to start a journey with him. And so I want you to pray this prayer with me. And it's, it's really not just the prayer that saves you. It's believing in Jesus that saves you. It's believing in him, believing in him. So I want you, if you're ready for that tonight and you say, I believe in Jesus and you're ready to receive him into your heart, I want you to pray this prayer with me tonight. Say, Heavenly Father, I come to you. I admit that I am a sinner. I believe in your son, Jesus, death, burial, and resurrection. Right now, I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that he died for my sins. Now, Lord, make me whole. Do a new thing in me. Let me walk with you. I'm no longer looking behind at the past, but I'm a new creature tonight. My life is changing and I'm walking with you for the rest of my life, in Jesus' name, amen. 
Amen. My, my brother, my sister, if you prayed that prayer tonight, you can be guaranteed that now you are a part of the kingdom. If you pr prayed it and believed it in your heart, you're now a part of the kingdom. And so we want to be able to hear from you. You can email us or contact us on kingdomrock.org. But now uh, we want you to get into a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where you can continue to grow in the Lord. So we want to encourage you tonight. I'm praying for you. I'm praying over you. I'm praying that God would do great things in your life. I want to thank you for tuning in tonight on the Kingdom Rock Network. And we have so many that are ministering from this platform. So we want you to continue to tune in and tell others about it so that God can get the glory. So remember, you can connect with us and contact us at kingdomrock.org. Excuse me. So we'll see you next time. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.